Hi everyone and welcome back to the Leo podcast. My name is Kanish Soni and today we'll be talking about the importance of research internships and how to get them. And who better to explain this to us than Shashwat Saurav? Well, you might be wondering who he is. Well, who better to tell you than the man himself? Hi Shashwat, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for inviting me to the Leo podcast. Glad to have you here. So please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself to our viewers. Yeah, sure. So I am Shashwat Saurav. So currently I am in my second year of uh, B.Sc. degree in Engineering Sciences at uh, Indian Institute of Science, Education and Research, Bhopal. So yeah. So currently my research interests lie at the intersection of astrophysics and machine learning. So as I move forward in my research career, I want to see combine these two aspects of science and work on that. Wow. So, uh, can you explain what exactly is astrophysics and how how you can relate it to machine learning? Yeah. So, basically, astrophysics takes into account both astronomy and your physics. Normal physics, which you apply your mechanics and your Newtonian equations that you apply. So, how can you use it to study the effects that the relativistic effects around the planets? So you have these nebulas. You have supernovas. You, you have a lot of things. So. How can you understand? Okay, so if there's an explosion, suppose there's a supernova and there's an explosion, so what is the rate the wind speed will be there? So when the no supernova is exploding, so what will be the speed of that explosion and what time explode? So to find these type of answers, you need physics to explain it, and at the same time you have should have a basic definition of what is a supernova is. So basically, you can compare it like this. So astronomy gives you a definition, and phys- now I have an open problem in that. So how do I compute it? So physics come in, comes into play. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's actually pretty interesting. How did you uh, get into this field? Yeah. So basically, I had a role model. Uh, currently, he's also there. So there's this guy Anshuman Acharya who is currently pursuing his uh, PhD in astrophysics at Max Planck, Germany. So basically, I met him on Quora. So he he writes a lot about astrophysics and how one can pursue a research career in that. So I got inspired by him because, like me, he had also gone to California to do his internship in second year only. So because of COVID, I'm at home. I'm not unable to go. So yeah. So looking at him, getting inspired by him. So that's how it started. That's actually pretty inspiring. Uh, it's very rare to find some role models online. I think that's great. Uh, so, uh, can you explain what the difference is between like research and corporate internships? How do they differentiate between each other? Yeah. So basically, what happens is like uh, in a research internship, it does not like in a corporate one. What happens? There is a traditional way. You give a coding interview, then you have certain mobile telephonic interviews, and then you have a spot on the spot interview. So. This is a similar case when you go for research internships. Basically, the big uh, there are certain programs, summer programs, like the Lego India. There's Metax, there's Dad. So basically, people those who are pursuing a BS career, BSc career in research, basic sciences. So and there should be in third year to be eligible for these kind of programs to apply for these kind of programs. So there is a similar process in that the the difference is that in a corporate one you don't require anyone a statement of purpose basically SOPs which we call basically it's you're about your talent whatever you have whatever knowledge you have in a corporate one you just apply in the coding interview and just be feel free in the normal uh, telephonic interviews and then the on the spot in the interviews that happen 
but in when you are applying for a research internship abroad or in india also there are certain programs like the srpf and the tifr the visiting students research program mumbai so what they actually ask is that an sop statement of purpose like why you want to work in this particular field because research is about finding new things it's not like you just have something and you just apply it corporate like if i'm if i had to tell about engineering what you do is you have certain kind of equation which have been derived you just have to apply it to solve certain problems in data structure algorithms also you have a uh, question you know what type of data structure i have to use and then apply it that's it but in a research internship why should why should not i develop a new data structure so that's the question to do that you need a motivation how did this come into you like why do you want to pursue so that's what a professor wants to know now there are hundreds of professors working on the same field but if you are applying to a program so if you are applying for to a particular professor so you should be very particular in why you want to do under me only there are other professors also so you should be very specific in why you want to do with him like you read certain kind of a research paper in which he was the main author you can say that sir i read this paper and uh, you had an open problem on which further research can be done so that's why i wanted to work under you and you can say what things you liked in that research paper that will get a good impression like the professor will be able to know that okay this guy is, does have an idea of what he wants to do so that increases your chances so sop is the one and one thing referrals referrals are quite common in corporate internships also although i don't have much idea about them but there are referrals you should get it for especially google and microsoft i think and uh, but in research internship in big big programs research programs that happen in us or in japan so you need to have two referrals at least like the professor another professor from your college or who knows you very well who knows about your skill set and all he should he or she should tell that okay you should take this guy because the this guy has these these skills he did some good work under me so you should take him or her Okay, so basically sop and lor there's a lot of emphasis yeah. on that and uh, yeah. so of course that would be a major difference because in corporate it's basically your resume your cv yeah, you know, which yeah. college you're graduating from etc yeah so you have interned in uh, japan usa switzerland germany yeah. uh, new yeah. zealand uh, uk australia and even in india i think the only continent left yeah. is antarctica so uh, was what do you feel is the biggest difference between doing an international and a national research internship yeah so i will answer this in the keeping in mind if someone in, in his first year or second year of undergraduate so basically you are not eligible for these big summer programs you should be in your third year or above to be eligible but if you are still like you want to do internships you want to work under professors try to go beyond your curri- college curriculum so what you need to do is you have to write a good email you should know the art of writing email so in india i will give a brief so how it happens so in india the professor does not expect you to be very specific so once you write that you are in second year or in first year the professor automatically knows that this guy is new to research and he just starting so indian professor does not expect you to be very specific in a topic you want to work on rather you can say that okay i want to work on distributed algorithms or i want to work on this particular data structure any related project is there or not so then what happens in india basically your cv dominates a lot 
the professor who is looking uh, at your email, they also look at your CV very thoroughly. So they get an idea if you have a lot of Olympiads and all, all that. So then your chances increase even if you are in your first year. And uh, along with that, you need a little bit of luck also. The professor should be free because you are not, suppose now if you apply during summer, so a lot of third year undergraduates also apply to a program, but you are just like an informal email. So if you want those kind of stipends and the luxuries that the those who will select get selected by the summer program get, then you have to be very specific in what you want to do. You should be, your resume should be that of that level. Like the professor should feel that for a first year undergraduate, this is really exceptional CV. And you should have certain skill sets which people generally acquire in the second year or your third year. So, and going to abroad, professor don't care from which institute you are. You like in India, we have tier one, tier two, tier three. They don't care about that. They just need that. Why this guy has emailed me? Does he have any open problem on which he can, he or she can work under me? So in that, what you need to be, you, you need to be specific about the paper, which you read. So if I'm mailing to an author, so you should say that, sir, I read your this paper. And in this, you have an open problem, which I think we can together work on. So to that, what happens is that the professor gets an idea. Okay. This guy has a, a good uh, open problem on which he or she can work on under me. And then they look at your CV, but your CV, like the way it in India, your CV dominates a lot, but uh, in UK, US top universities, they don't see that much. They just see what skill sets you have. That's it. They don't see where your courses. Also, if you have mentioned what you have completed in your resume, they look at that and your skills. They don't look at what research experience you have. They just look at if this guy is a good fit, like the co-curricular activities, some awards, which you have won or your, your SOPs also, you should send like in your email. Also, you should have a statement of purpose because professor knows that there are hundreds of people working on the same field. So you should be very specific on that also. So I would not say like, uh, it is easy to get in international colleges. It all depends on how specific you are, are and being specific is not easy. Like you read a research paper and trying to find an open problem from that. It's very difficult. So in India, what happens, you don't need to be like, try to find an open problem from that paper. The professor understands, okay, this guy has a specific reason. So let me take him in. in. But international professors won't get satisfied very easily. They should know, like they should find something that differentiates you from the others. Because in a single day, a professor receives around hundreds of emails for internships and all projects. So you should make your email stand out. You should be very pinpoint in what you want to do. A short email, but it should be to the point, like why you want to work on that shit. Wow. Okay. So basically in India, uh, it's more about CV dominant. You read a research yeah, paper, yeah, yeah, the professor yeah. might, you know, take you in and then they will tell you these are the open problems yeah. and you can work yeah. on one of those. Yeah. But abroad, it's like, you have to tell them what you want to work on and they will yeah. then guide you if, you know, they yeah, think that yeah. it's worth working yeah. on. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a very major difference. And I think yeah. that uh, anyone who's not sure of what they want to do, they should first go for an Indian research. And then yeah, after yeah. when they're sure, okay, okay, you know what, I do want to go in astrophysics, then yeah. they can look up to uh, different research papers. And I'm yeah. assuming that the email IDs that you were talking about, you know, mailing them, you get them from the research paper itself, the ones which you read. Yeah, sometimes you get it from the research papers, like they mention it. Others, they just write the college name. So you can go to their college website and then check in the department section about 
suppose it's astronomy so you will check the professor id will be there so and one more advantage is that when you like informally you mail them if they like your work then they will encourage you to apply for the program to which you will get some stipend also like for me like i am working at iit roopar with one professor on distributed algorithms so he has offered me to a summer project already in which i can come to roopar in summer and work like a fellowship program so like uh, it's more about informal mail like people say that it's okay it's very easy but you should make the most out of it like if you are mailing you should do some good work like impress that professor then only they will give you a lot of things you you should not worry about that they have a lot of thing they have a lot of resources it should be you who should work properly and then they will just offer you a lot of things so okay okay would you say that you know when you did these international internships uh, were, did were there any language barriers you felt uh no like english is very common it's uh, yeah okay. but uh, what i have observed is that uh, basically in countries like france italy so they want you to be a bit comfortable with the regional languages like it's french and, french and so Italian. yeah so in those two countries i have observed that this is a bit common but rest all i think english is okay even in germany there is no pressure to learn german or yeah, no 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 okay no. that that's good because i think germany is a go to for a lot of students for masters also yeah. so that yeah. becomes easier for them okay so now uh, let's assume you know i'm some first year student uh, in a second or third year college okay yeah. and who wants to get a research internship but i have no experience you know i have not done any research in this field the most i might have done is a few projects here and there so yeah. how would you recommend that i start uh, getting research internships yeah so if you are in first year of in irrespective of tier 1 tier 2 or tier 3 okay i will stick to tier 2 and tier 3 so you should first try to approach your own college professors try to do a reading project so what re- reading project is all about the professor suppose you have a particular topic on which you like which you have done some course in your first semester suppose and you want to explore more on that so you go to that professor and tell that you want to do a reading project what that does is that the professor will give you a book or certain research papers to read what happens is that when you are doing internships you do read some research papers because if you see a paper at the end there are a lot of references like you took this from this this paper right, so right, what happen yeah. you should be very you will know the art of how to read a research paper it's not easy like reading a lot of equations which are very new like you don't know how this came how like the derivation of, of that equation what happens that if you do a reading project then that will at least help you then get an idea like how a research paper is read should i mark the important points or not i should underline these 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 things because these are important after that the professor generally tells calls you for presentation so you just explain your professor that these 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 are the key points in this paper then the professor might ask what is an open problem from this paper which you can like, tell so if you are able to tell that then you can like yourself believe that okay i've got something out of this paper so what happens that next time when you mail a professor for internship so you can add it in your resume that i did a informal uh, reading project or you can say reviewing paper that so what you will tell is that i did, read this paper and i tried to find an open problem you will mention whatever you did in that uh, resume part so that will give a professor that idea that if this guy is mailing me to work on this specific topic then yes he he has some knowledge some prerequisites that are required to pursue this internship 
so that improves your chances if you are in a first year uh, and you are in tier 2 tier 3 college especially us as i said they don't care from which institute you are even though they like i would say like mit uh, stanford harvard professors they don't know a lot about iits it's only the children that create the hype so i am from iser and uh, you don't expect that they will be knowing a lot about isers and iits and nits and all what stands out is how specific you are resume is a part of the equation but uh, your main is your email how expressive you are how specific you are in what you want to work on so whether you are in tier 2 tier 3 college it does not matter you should have that motivation to do research so that's all Okay, so if even if you are just a beginner, start reading research papers. You know, yeah, yeah. understand what you like, what you don't like. Try yeah, to create yeah. some sort of a summary of it, and you know, yeah. try to find some open problem which you like, yeah. and then you can go ahead and work on yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's a very good way for anybody who's a beginner to start, irrespective of which college they are from. Yeah, yeah. So is that also how you started? Which was the first internship you did? Yeah. So. i should say i was lucky enough that i got a i got through the summer internship program at iit indore so i think i worked under uh, santanu manna he is from department of mathematics i worked on earthquake statistics so before starting that i had no idea how to read research papers so it was just my starting like i, wa- I wanted to do everything under the pro- professor like whether it's a reading project or its internship what happens is that the professor gives you a deadline to complete it some, some professors give some don't some don't stress you that much but some do give you some deadlines if they have some issues with the scheduling so they tell you give this deadline so what happens that you in your mind it remains that okay i have to complete this within this week i have to do certain amount of work so i have to complete it so that's help you be very systematic in what you want to do so basically he gave me paper, first a research paper to the and uh, then i just highlighted certain important points from that paper and then the i just summarized it in front of him so what are the key aspects of this paper and what i think can be done as an extension of this paper like the future work then he gave me a problem an open problem to work on then i uh, completed the work like i used the equations which are given in that research paper which i did and then implemented it implemented on my own data set and then find out the output so that's how my first internship went and uh, actually what helped me that in that internship was how to read research papers and uh, i did not know matlab or python also so before starting that internship i just knew c and c++ that's it but uh, after completing that internship that forced me to you know come out of my comfort zone so python was not my comfort zone like i was thinking like c c++ is enough so but uh, then there are certain aspects you need to work on so python matlab were the biggest like two biggest achievements that i had from that internship and then i did my second internship in my first year itself at delhi university that was on astrophysics that was on doing data simulation of a supernova type 1c and starting that i had an idea about how to read papers so reading papers became very like it was okay i was comfortable i finished it in one month reading they gave me around two research papers to read and summarize them then they gave me a problem to work on using python and matlab so the experience which i gained from the first internship at indo that helped me a lot in delhi university so even if you don't have prerequisites certain that are required in that internship so you can fulfill those by com- after completing that internship 
so the main aim should be like once you complete an internship you should develop yourself like you should see some developments in yourself in your skill set or anything your personal development very true very true so we have covered you know how you can start off by applying by just cold mailing these different professors yeah. so how do you write how do you format your mail so that you know the key points are covered first and uh, the professor actually does go through the mail like how did you develop that uh, skill yeah so basically what uh, if your professor reads your mail or not that determines what subject you give so your subject should be a good one like it should be request for a research internship or internship or summer research project on this topic under your guidance so this is the normal template which i follow and then i just start i keep the mind in a time zone in which they are because in us we have four time zones and now there is this daylight saving in us uk and all so they are extra one hour behind so you have to be very specific in at the time you are mailing and then just good morning greetings of the day then i start with what i where i am like currently what i am pursuing my degree and then i suppose my at a macroscopic level i say my research interest like astrophysics machine learning then i try to dig deeper in the next paragraph i say on which basic aspect i want to work on so basically you should write the paper which you read and then you should try to write an open problem which you should find from that paper after reading that so while you are reading that paper you should spend around every day 2 to 3 hours to because finding an open problem from a paper is not easy some professors do write in their conclusion that this is an open problem but most of them don't write so you have to find out yourself so once you find that out you can mention it even if i'm not able to mention it just write the particular topic on which you think some future work can be done in that paper so suppose uh, in machine learning we have variational auto encoders so if i am not able to say how to future in future of the work which have has been done in that paper how to apply variational auto encoders as a future work so you can just say that sir i think uh, i like this topic on variational auto encoder encoders how you had used it in your paper and i think that there are some certain applications in the future which can be done so that gave basically gives an idea about the to the professor that okay this guy wants to work on variational auto encoders and that's how he wants to wants his research career to be like he should do his masters and phd in variational auto encoders and lastly while concluding you should write that what how will working under him or her help you so you can write the research experience and the knowledge that you will get that will help you to be ready for the future challenges that you face while doing your masters or phd so that basically gives a good impression to the professor that this guy is really serious about research and not that he wants to like a job after graduating with a bs degree because like people do get jobs after bs degree but uh, if you want to go for a research role in any company so completing a masters and then going for it is a good option but if you are in your third or fourth year or in second year also you should be very serious about research because professors don't like the fact that this guy is going for a job uh, after completing his bsc degree although btech degree the professors know that this guy for placement and all they know it but people those who want to supervise you if you are writing to a professor they should feel that okay this guy is not a like company oriented person he wants to do research so that your email should look like like that true very true so basically you have to be really interested in research to go go into this you can yeah. do not half ass your way through this okay that's yeah, yeah. that's a very good point you have made
So one of the things you mentioned was that you know SOP and LOR are extremely important, especially when you're applying abroad. So how do you let's start off with SOP first. So how do you frame your SOP? How many words should be in that? What should be mentioned? What should not be mentioned? How do you decide that? Yeah. So basically, when you're writing an SOP, so what important thing is that how do you, how did you get the motivation to work in this field? Even if you are in second year or first year, you should be write an SOP like why did you want to work in this field only? So to write that, you should first start off like how did the interest develop? Whether it was in a high school or the any course you took which influenced you a lot, and then you can write down the topics in which you want to work on. Like suppose uh, there's a topic on supernovas, there are a lot of things in supernova like there's explosion and there's formation and all. So you should write which particular aspect you want to work on. So in that you have to write, okay, so I am interested in this supernova explosion. And then you should mention some books you read or a research paper, which you read. So what basically happens is like the evaluation will be done by an, uh, an admission authority and uh, also a pro the professor to whom you want to work on, under whom you want to work on. So if you can mention in that SOP, like uh, the research paper you read or anything that why basically you want to work in this which what drives you forward. Like you might be having some kind of a, like in your second year, you are not very clear about topics because you have done very few courses. So, but still you should write, okay, whatever uh, I have learned, you should have a clear thought about it. Like, how do I write? Okay. So I have to first write the motivation from where it started and then I have to carry on like how I want to pursue this in the future. Also, if I want, if I am very stuck, okay, I'm, I will work in this field. So I should write what are my future plans? How this uh, research internship in this particular college under this particular professor will help me achieve that goal. So that is very important. So three parts, basically how it started and then what things like any, anything extra you did, like suppose I can write by starting that my teacher gave me this, this book to read, I got influenced, but then you should also write what you extra did to develop more interest in this topic. And then in the last, you can conclude, conclude by saying that, uh, this uh, particular internship, how this will help you to, you know, like achieve your goals that you have. So that's the three parts basically. So, and what about a letter of recommendations? Like, yeah. do you see that like it should be a proper professor who has tenure or something like that? How do you decide which one to approach? Yeah. So basically like it depends on which uh, topic you want to work on. So if it is something related to computational astrophysics or it is related to something to uh, theoretical computer science or it is related to physics, chemistry, physics and all. So you should uh, refer, refer to a professor who is working in that field only. That will help a lot. And uh, it is not necessary for your uh, referee to be an assistant professor, an associate professor or a professor. The referee should know you very well. So like your school professors under whom you work in the 11th and 12th. So two years, they know what kind of a student you are, whether I would recommend you for whether they will recommend you for research or not. So basically in that assessment form, they write whether, whether or not you will, uh, like support or encourage anyone to take this guy for research internship. Do you feel that this guy has in it that to pursue a research research program? So these are the things that are asked to a referee when they are filling out the letter of recommendation. So one who knows you very well, that's very important. And, uh, yeah, like if, if you are in a second year, then I would suggest to go for the 
people who have taught you in your first uh, year, like though under whom you have a good impression. If you are in the first year, then your college school professor should help you. That will help you a lot. And there are a lot of programs like uh, the there's NIUS physics camp and all. So they ha they happen in first year. You get you should get selected for that also. So once you do get, complete that camp, if you get a good impression on any professor, you can ask for LOR from them also. So basically, it's more about like the person who is referring you should know you very well. What your background is, what type of knowledge you have, whether you are hardworking or not, whether you are dedicated or not. So these things matter a lot. So basically, you should not cut classes and actually form a good impression with your professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they remember you, and so when you come to them, yeah, they actually yeah. feel happy and they write you a good LOR. So that yeah, yeah. even when another professor reads it, they also think, okay, so if he is giving such a high recommendation, maybe I should also try this person out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's actually very good advice. So, uh, was there any internships, you know, where you felt that you were too out of your depth, which were extremely difficult, and you thought, you know, what, I can't do this, I need to quit or anything like that? Yeah. So basically, I would say like the the college in which you work. so depending on the ranking of that college your difficulty is just directly proportional to that if you are working at mit harvard and these colleges so they have a rigorous curriculum for the students and if i'm working as a research intern there you should be very hard working like it will be rigorous also so sometimes yeah like i should say the mit work which i'm doing now so that is like asking for me a lot like you should like to uh, be very focused on what i'm doing india once like in iits also that is not too much like what is happening is that my projects are very interrelated like the concept which i'm applying in one project that is helping me in the other one so that's how i have like uh, to do multiple internships it's not easy but yes if you are able to like there's a lot of overlapping between projects so that helps you a lot so like people tell me why you are doing so many internships and all so i think it's not advised to someone to do a lot of internships where there's no intersection between the projects that will be really difficult but if you are doing multiple internships then you should be let should be some inter give you some you will be a little bit comfortable in completing that so i should not say that i feel like i should quit because the professors were like uh, the professors in us and international professors they don't only teach you like what what you should do but they also teach you how to stay motivated and how you should be going about so these are certain things which uh, i did not find in uh, like indian professors but uh, us professors they do like they in their program also the summer programs they have they also write the description about what you get from this program so the main aim is not to get a do a project get a certificate or get anything you should enjoy your work and you should like after coming out of that program you should be motivated more to do research and that is a like key aspect which people face while doing research because you will come across like the professor will give you a problem which you think that okay this is not i can't solve it but you should say it to the professor very frankly and then they will help you out like how you should proceed so i think uh, that is one key thing which i have noticed in not only in us but in australia also like other the all the foreign professors they are they always motivate you to like extend your limit like just come out of your comfort zone but if you are sometimes feeling down that okay i am not able to do it just be frank tell them and they will try to fix something so yeah 
that's actually pretty great to hear i mean you know so they don't want you to feel burned out yeah, you yeah. know because i think research is one field where sometimes you might face yeah, some yeah. question which you're just not able to find yeah. some answer to because it's not like you can google it yeah, yeah. you have to find it yourself yeah, yeah. so i think that's great that yeah. you know there are professors who are ready to help you yeah. uh, like that so uh, would you say that there is any one uh, university which is very great for research which you know you should definitely aim for if you are in this field uh basically like uh, if i would tell in lehman terms then go for us universities and all but uh, when you are going for an internship you should be very specific with the professor not with the college because at the end of the day your work matters and it does not mat- matter a lot uh, whether you work in mit or any other college so what what matters is that the work which you do whether you are able to get a prepare a report or publish some kind of thing in any research journal and all for me what happened was that what type of professors the topic in which i wanted to work on i got them from the top universities in us so i just emailed them but uh, if i are going for astrophysics then i think max planck would be a very good option in europe and uh, for us i would suggest that the big 3 uh, stanford harvard and mit although ucs are also a lot good but uh, i think for astrophysics because mit and harvard have collaborations with a lot of space research organization like this the kavli institute so mit has tie up with that so you get a lot of like you not only interact with your own supervisor but a lot of people also who are doing work in this similar field and like for harvard they have the smithsonian astrophysics laboratory so that helps a lot because they have tie ups there is a college and there is a laboratory also so we combine those they do a lot of good work it's not that other colleges don't do but the fact is you get an up, upper hand in the, while working in these uh, institutes because there's a your supervisor but he will also show you how it is practically done like in that laboratory so yeah so be, because of these three have collaborations with uh, certain laboratories so that's why i would prefer them and uh, for europe i think max planck is a good one so professor is extremely important but yeah. if you can then if you are able to find a professor in the top 3 that would be the best because of yeah, the collaboration yeah. with various yeah, yeah. Uh, different uh, laboratories that's yeah, okay yeah. that's that, that makes complete sense so since you do a lot of internships simultaneously and they are all yeah. in different time zones like how do you yeah. plan your day how do you not you know this have no sleep at all yeah like uh, my 24 hours is like it's uh, Six hours of sleep and eighteen hours of work. So that's how my day goes on. Like uh, Saturday, Sunday, I'm a bit free. Like professors don't generally work on weekends. That is uh, so. I, for me, like Sunday is a bit like I can a bit relax. But uh, Monday to Saturday, it is lot a uh, lot of work. Like around seventeen to eighteen hours of work. So basically, I try to make a timetable, like simple one, a timetable. Like I should plan, like I should work these these things during the day, this in the afternoon, and this in the evening. so that's how i go about it yes uh, my pace of working is a bit slow because there is a lot of work but still like uh, i have collaborated with my professors for long term internships i don't want to work for 2 3 months that i should be 6 7 months or even a year because uh, i plan to like publish some papers also so that will take a good amount of time and dedication so that is a big advantage when you mail professors because the summer programs they are only for summer like the 3 months may june july 
and after that you can't stay in that uh, uh, campus and work you have to return to college for your semester and uh, yeah i'm like i mean you can collaborate with the professor to work informally after that but it's very difficult because the professors also have other things to do so that's what happens like uh, uh, while mailing you you can like collaborate and agree on a particular time like i should work for one year or two years and all so that what helps that it gives you a lot of time because you also have i also have my exams also so in that i can just adjust if i am working for long term then i can somehow adjust if i am working for only 3 or 4 months then it's very difficult very difficult yeah yeah okay so i think that that answers so basically a timetable something which our parents have been saying telling us you know yeah, since yeah. we're in fifth grade i think that helps yeah. a lot even in this no, situation like uh, for me i didn't learn its importance during my my whole school career but now i am learning it like internships are teaching me a lot of things not only research uh, my topics in which i am working but also personally that's that's great to hear so what are your future plans what have you lined up for 2022 and beyond yeah so 2022 i think my uh, i am in second year my third semester just got over so my fourth semester will be starting january 3 so my plans are first to like i am whatever projects i am doing i am continuing that so and i also plan to go to australia in my summer with my my professors agreed to for me to come to australia in summer so i am looking forward to that and apart from that like i will be in third year around uh, i think uh, august august the new semester will start so i think i will be in third year at that time so from like, that point onwards i will try to apply for these programs because like uh, i think uh, like mailing professors is bit harder than applying for programs because mailing you need to be very specific in what you want to do as i was mentioning because others the professors won't take you they will either ignore your email or just say you are no so that's the plan for now i am not someone who looks a lot uh, far ahead but like take it day by day and then so that's how i go that's a very great approach uh, have you thought about doing masters also after you complete your college yeah yeah so basically my plan after bs i want to pursue a masters so uh, the projects which i am doing now so my main goal is to complete them in a proper way create a good impression on my professor so that when i will mail these same professors for my masters they won't think they will not give it a second thought whether i should take this guy or not because they will think that this guy has done some good work under me during his undergraduate so i should take him so that's helps you a lot when you do with research work during your undergraduate so that helps you a lot when you are applying for masters because once you get that consent from the professor and uh, when you are applying to that institute that just becomes becomes a cake work like it's just a formality now it's not like you have to face a competition okay damn that's a very good approach then everybody please contact some professors then so you are aiming for uh, the big 3 in us or you are thinking of going to max planck in uh, germany yeah so basically uh, mit harvard and all they like it's not that uh, the professor gives you consent you don't have to face some competition that is a difference between other college and these three so basically i'm trying to make my research profile good and my co curricular is already good like but i still still like to participate in some competitions so what i have seen is that is that like what uh, knowledge i have about applying for masters they look at your co curricular activities and your toefl and your gre scores what you have that is a lot that that is a main deciding factor apart from that your internships 
but uh, the one thing which i look for is that your research experience that is a very important because masters after that is just research you and your professor you are in your laboratory and doing work so the professor should know that this guy has that temperament in him to pursue masters so your research experience matters a lot along with that your toefl and gre scores okay so i think that was any final tips you have for our viewers anything you would leave them with a note you know something they should do something they shouldn't do well uh, i say i will say to pursue your passion uh, don't be in the fact that this is a tier one college or tier two or tier three because at the end of the day it's you who are going to make the difference it's you who are going to work your college brand matters very less when you are going abroad yes in india that's that's just the education system which has made it tier one tier two tier three it professor sees where we are from which college but when you are applying for uh, masters or any higher degree or any job also in abroad they don't see from which college you are what they what they see is that hunger for to do research or your skill sets what you have then it's about doing going for an interview round and then getting you do well and then you get to it whatever your goal was so i think you should pursue a passion like in india what happens is that people say to go for uh, medical or engineering no one says to go for research but uh, what i have seen that undergraduate is basically you gain certain bunch of skills and then you apply those skills in doing for the research that includes the skills include whatever you learn your normal coursework or programming and all and the internship internship which you do they just make you ready for the future challenges that you will face so just a small request like to all the viewers that don't think i am from tertiary college i won't get opportunity and all that the opportunities will come and uh, for me i created those opportunities rather than waiting for these opportunities to come to me because the professor won't be looking for you it's you who are going to look for that professor so try to create those opportunities and uh, yeah just take out from your mind that you are in tier 1 or tier 2 or tier 3 okay that's that's great advice i think uh, i think a lot of people would have learned a lot of things i myself i had no clue about you know research internships since i'm doing a btech so i'm completely mm-hmm. in that field so it's very mm-hmm. different for me but uh, yeah, i had a lovely conversation with you shashwar that was very great to have you on board with us uh i hope we have another talk uh, you know soon so yeah, i wish you a merry christmas and happy new year uh, even to the audience uh, i hope you have a lovely year ahead uh, hope you have a great time in australia uh, hopefully you know we, i know you are all tired of the pandemic hopefully by that time you know it's yeah. very chill and you are able to easily go yeah like uh, it's it's unfortunate when you let go these opportunities to go abroad because of this pandemic like i had no plans to stay here at home i had some plans like the professors had agreed but then this pandemic all happened so i had to stay back very true i think it has been hard on everyone of us you know it's been almost 2 yeah. years now so i really hope that 2022 is better for everyone and uh, we do stuff that we missed out on in the past 2 years so thank you everyone for tuning into this uh, episode and we'll have another episode for you soon